Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Sense Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And that Mo, full furnace, out here. Mo just decided to finally grace us with his presence. Obviously. Peasants. To be honest, it was Peter's fault Moses wasn't here, so... Wait, did you say it was Peter's fault Moses wasn't here? Yes, Peter. Because we had to do all this shifting because of you. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. The, the time that we recorded it was because of you. When? Last week. Last week. Why didn't you guys just record? It was, it was supposed to be a, rock, um, a Smash Bros. Because you know what, yeah? When you suggested a time, I was like, I want to sleep anyway. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, And then I, I did like stay a... up, but Peter decided he wanted to come, come, come home at midnight. Oh, yes, because I got caught. I got caught in mad traffic. He was at choir practice because he's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. God will deal with you, innit? Yes. <laughs> Why are you hate for people? I'm not hating. I'm not saying God will deal with you, innit? Cool. Amen. Why you like fake to go to choir practice? Bro, <laughs> it, it, to go to practice. <laughs> Is them ones? Yeah, I didn't know if I should if I should laugh <laughs> or, or repent. <laughs> Can you sing, Moses? Huh? Can you sing? A- apparently, scientifically, everyone can sing. So on that note, yes. <laughs> can you sing well? That's a whole different question. I don't, well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. How you mean? No, I'm, I'm, I'm too tired. I'm too tired for that. I'm too tired for that. I'm too way too tired for that. But I, I think I think it's hit and miss. There are when I'm when I'm like super self-conscious, my singing voice is, is trash. But when I get into it, it's it's a different. It's, I I think it's different. <laughs> I could be mistaken. So I feel like if I sing now, it's going to be trash because I'm going to be too self-conscious. Okay. Cool. All right. All of that then. Hot seat. Moses, you're in it. Mm. Cool. Um, we, we, we heard a fourth voice. Are we going to introduce the fourth oh, voice? Oh, yeah. You haven't even introduced the fourth voice. If, if, if the voice wants to be voicing more, maybe it'll get an introduction later. Why don't they introduce someone and then they don't speak for the rest of the podcast? You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> His own wife. My <laughs> wife is here with us today. Hello, wife. The wife Hi. is here. The wife is here. Wife is here on the podcast. Hello, wife. Hi, husband. Hey. Anyway, this is hot seat. Do you want to go first? Yes, sir. Sure, sure. So, Mo. Yes, sir. Currently, Russia is invading Ukraine. Yes. There's mad war stuff it's going on. Yes. Yeah. Um, if someone, say, for instance, a Ukrainian from their perspective, a Christian Ukrainian, was to say that is evidence of pre-tribulation sort of millennial theology being wrong, what mm. would you say? Being wrong. Yes, because so with, with, pre-trib, um, with a pre-trib theology or whatever uh, mm. regarding um, the is the millennial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the Christians are supposed to be raptured before the tribulation occurs. Mm. And so they're going through it now. Yeah. If they're to say, you know, given what they're going through, uh, that theology is wrong because they're going through it. What would you say to that? Um, that, that is such a techie question because my, my answer is going to sound so insensitive. Firstly, firstly, I'll be like, like, it's, it's like, it's atrocious what's happening. It's really bad. And this answer isn't a, this is, this isn't saying it's less than like, this is, yeah, what's happening there is really bad. Um, But I would be like, your nation is not the entirety of the earth. Mm. And so for that, for that reason, predominantly, I would say, no, it can't be. Because mm. the 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 tribulations, the the persecutions and stuff, I believe will be global. All Christians will be facing it, not just one nation. Mm. <clears throat> so it's a case in this this situation. And as much as the the Russian um, Ukrainian situation is is hyper focused within two countries, we know that there there's so much more. Um, so much more happening around the world. And I, and I, I would even challenge, I even push back and say that this um, reveals a sense of privilege. Okay. Um, it reveals a sense of privilege from the person who mentioned it because it's like, oh, now that you're facing the fire, <laughs> now mm. that your nation is facing the fire, God must be doing something here. Mm. Um, or it disproves something of God. But when it was happening in African countries, when it was happening around the world, as in, it still in, is, in as it still yeah. is in terms mm. of Israel and all of them and dead, no mm. one is saying these things. Mm. But as soon as it's, it's like blonde haired, blue eyed, and them and dead, oh, it's, it's, yeah, I'm like, nah, mm. stop it. Um, but again, it's like, this isn't to take away from the seriousness of the situation. Mm. Um, but for me, it reveals more of the person um, in terms, uh, as opposed to scripture and what God is doing. It reveals the privilege within the person to think that your world is the entire, it's like everything hinges on, no, it's like, no, like there's, there is war and there has been war. Biblically, there have been wars throughout. If I'm like Old Testament, there was a season where kings went to war. That's mad. Man's like, oh, it's spring. Sharpen your swords. Like, <laughs> what? There was a season. So yeah, it's it's not a case of now that you're feeling the fire that that disproves um, disproves some something to do with God. And yeah, um, but rather, I'd, I'd encourage you to dig deeper and and just exercise more faith, um, trust in God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. The, the only thing I'd add to it is. <laughs> I think um, the tribulation as that, that particular tribulation, I think is um, specifically for Christians mm-hmm. as in like, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a tribulation against yeah. Christians. Yeah. Whereas, and that's, yeah. As yeah, yeah, this one is more, it's, this it's is a nation. Putin going like, nah, the West Bam. is coming too close. So man's having a temper tantrum. Um, but then also I think uh, this is more so 
evidence of the increased wars and rumors of wars that we are going yeah. to be hearing yeah at the beginning of uh, pangs which have been you know we've been hearing about it but we're, we're starting to hear it more and more. yeah and i think we will be hearing it more and more yeah um, and so it's definitely i think a um it's one of the symptoms described I don't think it's one of the indicators. That, one, yeah. one of the yeah, yeah. and I, and I, and I'd even to add to this, I would say that I'm not like I I don't even understand fully the different mm-hmm. stances. So I know there's um, pre millennium, post millennium, and a millennium. Mid. Oh, um, so yeah, mid is like a, a millennials yeah. and like all of them things there, and all of them are argued from scriptures and some yeah. some version like some different scriptures and stuff like that are the same as like Calvinism and them them things there and whereas before I'd be like I would kind of stake a claim to one mm-hmm. I'm moving more so into the spirit just be like ah eh, God's gonna do what he's gonna do I'm okay, just gonna exactly. learn to trust him as he's doing what he's doing yeah and so it, this my my response isn't a defense for or against mm-hmm. it's just saying I'm just saying like I'm yeah like firstly I don't particularly care um if it is posted if if it's if it's disproven or not rather it's like where is your heart as you say this yeah knowledge um, of it doesn't really um yeah not knowledge of it doesn't change anything because yeah. what will get you through <laughs> or what will get you out of is knowledge of christ which is more important yeah. personally yeah. just 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 because um i tend to i tend to sit more along the lines of pre-trib just because I feel it fits the pattern more. It fits mm. the pattern of um, God's judgment uh, a, a little more closely in terms of Noah and the ark before judgment, God's people were removed in terms of mm. even Sodom and Gomorrah before judgment, God's people, at least those associated with God's people, lot and them were removed to the extent mm. where the angels like even, even okay. said, I can't do this whilst you were here. Until mm-hmm. you are gone, I can't do what yeah. um, I need to do. So because it fits the pattern and because God demonstrates a lot of his nature through pattern, I yeah. tend to align more. But again, as you said, yeah. I've not studied it enough to... Yeah, to, and um, yeah this, this is an interesting one because when I was looking at it, I aligned more with the amillennial. Mm. And it's predominantly because it speaks of the first and second coming of Christ, understanding it as 2000 years ago was the first coming of Christ. And so now we're living in this place where there is the rumors of when even um, revelations talk, speaking about God waiting for the fullness of the martyrs to, for the mm. blood to be shed and stuff. And so almost like there's this tribulation that's happening now. And mm. I think even the difference between God's wrath that you mentioned within the Old Testament and what was described in Revelation is more so that um, that punishment was directly from God um, in terms of Noah's Ark and Sodom and Gomorrah. But within the uh, within Revelations, it was more so um, the dragon and stuff like that that was almost flexing, and it was humans that were that was like worshiping it and and paying attention to it and engaging with it in that way. And so yeah, it's almost like the um, <clears throat> The, the focus or the person who is who is actively um, persecuting so it, this it isn't perse- it isn't um, punishment it's persecution mm. if that makes sense um, mm. but again I'm at a stage where I'm just like we just need to like just 
let's believe in he who will get us through that's this the most as opposed thing. to absolutely. trying to figure out how it's going to work absolutely yeah yeah, yeah no, absolutely what's the question life go for it um if not last one on your behalf mm-hmm. moses a question on behalf of my wife mm-hmm. um how would you say the way you um serve has changed pre-marriage compared to post-marriage serve who ministry mm. um well, I guess first and foremost, my priorities have changed. Mm. My family is my first ministry. And so everything that I do outside of that needs to be filtered through the the, the lens of, of family. Was that so switch? Even, I was gonna ask, is there like a biblical basis for that? For your family being your first ministry? Yeah, yeah it is. Um so um when it was prerequisite about, for the deacons and the elders. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, within a lot of the text from Paul indicates um, serving husbands, uh, serving your, your partners before Paul went in Corinthians. I believe it's Corinthians. But when he was speaking about um, not getting married, it was along the lines yeah, of you yeah. won't be concerned with um, like pleasing your partner. You'd be just fully given over to um the service the of church god. yeah service of god also um de- as ps said deacons and stuff it, it's on the basis of how well you serve um your family but also um, e- um when when it comes to like husbands loving your wife as christ loves the church um wives loving your husbands as um as, as the bride, like the bride submits onto, onto, onto God. Um, and so the, the narrative does lean in that way. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's an explicit statement, but that's, that's what, that's how the narrative means. You might not be happy with the answer, but yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think it's good though. I, I think that pretty much sums it up. As with a lot of things, it's not yeah. it's not always explicit, but yeah, it can be quite easily inferred from, as you said, the things you mentioned. And even with, with the Bible speaking about like like husband, and I know this is more so for sexual intimacy, but like your body is your wives, and yeah. the wives' bodies to husbands and stuff like that. Mm. Um, if you're single, your body is yeah. churches, kind of. Yeah, and so yeah, there's there's just this sense of like that Christ died for his bride. Christ came to live and, and he died for his bride. Um, and I am called to love my wife as such. And die for um, her. Yes, sir. And die by her? By her? No, that's a, I don't know. I mean, that's what the, happened the, with that's what happened with Christ. The, that that is what happened with Christ. It'll be a mad one. It'll be a mad. I'll be looking at I'll be looking at her like, are you sure? But yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah. So I think. Yeah, yeah but so, going back, so like going back to you, like how, how how do you say ministry has changed for you? So it just just practical stuff like um, if if something needs doing within church, just or even not even in church, because I think ministry isn't just something that we do in church. Ministry is just service. Um, 
onto God through serving, like serving God by serving other people, serving those around us, um, and serving like taking care of the world around us, and primarily doing that. And so even in me taking care of my family, that is still ministry. Like me ensuring that like I'm raising my kids right. I am I am like directing them towards God. All of that is ministry. Well, when it comes to serving the church specifically, practical things like if the church is like, oh yeah, we need you here at nine o'clock, I'd be like, I can't do that, I've got the school run. Like practical things like that. If I can work around it, I'll work around it. But now just safeguarding space and time to ensure that my family don't go without me because I'm going around doing stuff for, for the church and other people. And if, if it is a case of going around doing, doing something for church and other people, ensuring that um, my presence or my absence doesn't become a permanent thing because of my service or doesn't, be more, doesn't become more frequent because of my service and as much as possible to plug in the gap with, um, <clears throat> with extra support. So the weight isn't fully on my wife. Um, yeah, because it's arguably, arguably, um, my presence in the church is replaceable. Like physically, if they mm. need someone to open up and stuff like that, my presence in the church is replaceable. My gifting and my calling and stuff may not be, but my presence is. Um, but my presence and who I am in the family is not replaceable. I would say gifting so, is replaceable as well. Pardon? I, I would say gifting is replaceable as well. N- not particularly. Um, no, in because, a sense that you are not the only person in the world who, who has the gifts that you have. You're not the only person who has that gift, yes. But you're the only person who would minister it in a way that you, you do. There's a uniqueness, I think, that is yeah, irreplaceable, yeah. but I think God can still achieve the same thing. So God can still achieve yeah. without, And that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what I mean, like, like I, I, am, I am, in terms of my presence, I am replaceable. And again, if you need someone to preach and I can't preach, you will find somebody else. Yeah. The person may not bring the same word that I will bring or in the same manner that I will bring it, but I still believe that God's word for the house will be heard if the person is listening to God. If you need someone to stack chairs, more, most definitely I, I am replaceable. Oh. But in my children's lives, no. Like there, We've seen so many pastors who have served the church more than their families and their children have grown up to hate God. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, the church is taking my, fam- my, my dad away from me or my mom away from me. That's what you're I see for. my... Yeah. Like we, we've, I know someone as well who's, whose dad was a, was a pastor. Um, it may still be. Um, and he knew Damiola Taylor personally. He was, he was on the same block. His dad was in church preaching and consoling people after his death and didn't do that for him. Oh. And it's like, yo, like your son knew him personally. That's just nonsense, isn't it? And it's like emotionally you're spent because you've been consoling the church as the pastor. And so you don't have anything left for your son at home. And for what I know, his son's like bond the church, which is understandable. I mean, it's unfortunate, but understandable. And so I'm like, yeah, I've, I've read of too many kings in the Old Testament who, who did the right thing and then their sons came and mashed up the whole kingdom. Now I'm not on it. 
What's his name? Was it was it was it Eli and his sons? Eli and, and funny enough, Eli and his sons, and then Samuel, who was raised by Eli and saw what happened to Eli and his sons, his son were on a madness taking bribes as well. Oh. So even Samuel, who anointed Saul and anointed David and all of them things there, his sons were on a madness. So the people were like, Your your sons aren't like you. We want a king card. These men ain't on job. So, and, and, and Samuel saw, Samuel gave Eli a prophecy, like, yo, you're going to die. You and your kids are going to die because you, like, you're on a madness and your sons are doing the same thing to the point where the people want a king. That's why God had to say to them, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. Mm. So, yeah, I'm like, yo, I'd rather raise, I'd rather invest in my family. I'd rather, like, like yeah. I, I am irreplaceable to my family. Presence and gifts and irreplaceable. And they're irreplaceable to me. Can I read a scripture? Pardon? Can I read a scripture? Yeah, yeah, go for it. And it's quite scary. Ah, uh, much better. The scripture's a little bit scary. Hmm. It says 1 Timothy 5 verse 8. And I'll read in like two translations. New King James Version says, but if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Scary. And then NLT says, but those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith, such people are worse than unbelievers. <laughs> and do you, know, do you know the wildest thing about that? I think it's that scripture, but the, the Greek word for household is oikos, something I may not be pronouncing it right, <clears throat> but that word doesn't necessarily speak of your immediate family, but it speaks to everyone who's at, like blood related to you. So yeah. uncles and aunties and nephews and nieces and all of them things that if you're not, if you're actually not taking care of them actively like out for your family, you're worse than an unbeliever. That's mad. Mm. Wow, pressure. Fab. Mm-hmm. And so if as a family, you are genuinely taking care of each other, just think of how rich life would be. Mm when like aunties and uncles and nephews and nieces have this intimate relationship where there's genuine care and affection for each other and not just like Christmas celebrations. Wow. That's a... It's a convicting one because like, I barely speak to my sisters that much. <laughs> and I, I, I know the Greek word in that. So it's, it's, it's a convicting one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, happy with the answer? Mm. Yes. So what's your question there, Robert? Is Lent biblical? Um, <laughs> biblical, no. Beneficial, yes. Oh, go on, go on. So the Bible doesn't, say that you need to celebrate blah 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 
Um, but beneficial, yes, in that we it, it seeks to follow in the footsteps of Jesus giving something up um, for a period of time. So obviously Jesus went fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And I believe Lent follows the same trajectory because Lent um, comes before Easter. Um, so it's it's following in the same trajectory in terms of um, being a lot more mindful of the life that Jesus lived and some of his experiences. Now, obviously, in Lent, we get to choose what we give up. Some people give up coffee. Some people give up whatever. Um, <laughs> I was about to say something wild, but I won't say. Um, <laughs> um, and so it's not it's not but again jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness and so there was a willingness there to to give up food and water for for 40 days and 40 nights um so hopefully with christians um practicing Lent, which i'm not before you lot ask um <laughs> hopefully you'll be led by the spirit as to what to give up um and be dependent on the spirit to to be able to live through that time but there, there is a benefit i was actually having a conversation with a, an anglo-catholic who was talking to me about lent and i was like yeah i don't i i first interacted with it through catholicism and it just felt weird to me so I'm, i wasn't on it um but then he was he shared a an image that i'm gonna put on the screen actually i need to take the blur off i may i may share it on on instagram as well as, as a thing as part of the slide so if you guys follow on instagram you should be able to see it mm-hmm. but that image is like there's half of the year which is dedicated to different things um biblically so there's um advent Christmas, Epiphany, Lent, Easter, Pentecost. And so for about half of the year, we are following specific um, activities that Jesus went through and different things that happened within the Bible. And then for the rest of the year, it's, it's just known as ordinary time. And the emphasis being, as we follow, as we are mindful of the things that Jesus went through, now for the rest of the year we are mindful of how it impacts our day-to-day life and so there's a cycle so we're not looking at these things as individuals but we're seeing them as a continuum and that yeah and so that when you explain it to me I was like that makes a lot more sense and to recognize that there's actually like a rhythm and a pattern to it and there's this cohesiveness between even the way that things are laid out um and then leaning into ordinary life to be like okay now as a result of death burial and resurrection and and pentecost like the the holy spirit has descended we now have the holy spirit how does that impact ordinary life where it's like just going to work being a dad or being a son or being a brother and whatever it is that we're doing how does that in how does that impact all of that and then the cycle starts again um so yeah i'll share it to the group and I'll, if I remember, I'll share it to you. I'll share it on Instagram as well. So if Larry came to me and said, Daddy, why are you not giving me anything about Lent? We've had that conversation already. 
Mm. He actually had that conversation already. She she was asking she was asking me about Lent, um, and asking if if I was gonna do it. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not. Um, and she was like, oh, why? Just like I just I just have never really done it. Um, didn't really get much into it. Um, she did say she wanted to give something up for Lent, and I was like, yeah, like go for it if you want to do it, go for it. Um, she hasn't decided what <laughs> but yeah she she had said that she wanted to give something up um but I think it was just it was mentioned in school and so she was thinking about it but I'm not sure if she's actually going to go through with it but yeah like I if she wants to do it I, as I already have I'm genuinely just be like yeah like, go for it like I'll encourage you I'll, I'll try to keep you to it this and that um but now understanding the cycle it's I'm just like okay there's a rhythm to this and I'm, I'm looking at it from a slightly different angle um so yeah who knows I may I may jump in halfway but I think for me predominantly if I if I feel nudged by God I'll jump in mm. um, I don't want it to just be like a, oh yeah this makes sense let me just do it but if if there's a sense of like all right this this is something I should do then yeah I'll jump in it I have no qualms I'm happy with that you happy with that Peter yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, cool. Let's get into the topic for today. Try to be a bit sensitive. Try to have a bit of fun with it too. <laughs> that is so. That's that sounds like an oxymoron. But yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so I want to talk a bit more about the Ukraine situation. Mm. I think Peter and I touched touch, touch this a little bit. We were talking last week. Um. But since since then, I think like videos and pictures have been cropping up of like people in Ukraine not allowing black people to get onto onto trains um, out out of the borders. Yeah, off the borders and stuff. And even apparently, like the the Polish borders and stuff have been turning away black people. Mm. So even when you get onto the trains and stuff, and you finally get to the borders, they're still turning you away. Um, yeah. And yeah, and so as we're, we're watching that, a bit this this is hardening. Um, and there's a part of me that's like, I didn't want to pray for Ukrainians no more. It's <laughs> no. like I'm praying for people who, if I was there, they would say, um, <laughs> get to the back. <laughs> back on the line. Back on um, the line. It's mad. Yeah, so, so 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 I know Peter had Bible study on Tuesday. And I think this is what you were discussing a bit. Yeah, yeah I came, I came in on some rah rah energy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're here praying for these men. And look, look, but yeah, yeah. So I'm um, so having had had a, a few days, a few days to met, to mull over it. What's your stance on that um, at the minute? Would you say? Who me? Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's sin, isn't it? It's just sin. Manifesting itself in man, and it it's it goes to I think further demonstrates the how desperately depraved human beings are, because on the one hand you see you know we we all see and we can criticize or or um or denounce the actions of Putin uh, invading the country um, seemingly unprovoked, but then. And on on that same in that same breath, we can look at these victims who are also victimizing other people who are um, who are demonstrating their own depravity. In that, whilst we are all under fire, 
for whatever reason you think it's okay to say well this white person's life is worth more than this black person's life quite literally just by the content of melanin in in their skin um so i i i and and i think this was what came out of the of our prayer meeting as well is at the end of the day it's just sin manifesting in the various and uh, diverse ways in which sin sin does and it reminds me of the uh the story is the parable of the um the guy who owed the king like a, a small amount to the king gave, yeah. well, he owed the king a lot and the king forgave him and then he went and was um abusing the guy that owed him a little um mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's just sin at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, like I, I fully hear you i fully hear you and i still fully struggle um, no no they didn't say it's easy yeah no and, and it's well, it's yeah. it's um because when like George Floyd passed away and everything like that, and um, there was a lot of talk about like racism and just race relations and stuff like that, there were a lot of preachers and pastors who were pushing back and saying, "We're we're we're," and then to a, they had a point to a degree in that we're making an idol of of a particular sin, um, as opposed to attacking sin, the the sin that it is. Um, we're almost attacking an expression <clears throat> which which we know in terms even with sexuality we know how how wrong we can get um but again it's like the the history the lineage the 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 generational traumas the it's like we're we're still making headway out of a system to be flung back into it when things crop up it's it's very difficult to stomach it's very hard to tolerate um and 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 it's almost like as as a as a, as a as a as an institution you are very happy to step on black bodies to get to safety hmm. I mean, to sort of, and that's and that's just how the system is built. Yeah, but but to sort of challenge that a little bit because the the other thing was that that's not only happening to black people; that's happening to Chinese people and yes, Asian yes. folks as well. And um, you look at when you mentioned lineage, you look at um, the histories of those people and where the Chinese didn't have Western, well, they didn't go through slavery. Mm. in the same way as Africa did, they mm. also still experience, and, and they, they still experience racism, they still experience imperialism, they still experience uh, invasion and colonization, mm. and even um, further sort of, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but um, abuse from neighbors. So the yeah. you know, Chinese got this, the sick, the, is it the sick man of China or the sick... Yeah, the yellow man of China, so whatever, yellow part of yellow being part of the insult to the Chinese people. So they've also had a history of yeah. significant abuse. And yeah, I think yeah. it comes down to on the one hand, we are black people. And so it mm-hmm. hits differently. Yes. Yeah. It hits differently when you're you're thinking, if I was there, that would be me. Like yeah. if I was there, that would be me. Yeah. Someone telling me I can't get on the train, or my daughter, my 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 wife can't get on the train. 
because they're black you know yeah. and, and i think that's why it's it's weird but it's recognizing yeah. that it's it's not just it's racism but not just against black people i, yeah, I don't know and i think i think um no no that's 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 a good point and and i'll, I'll just push back on that slightly um because with you might you may not have heard about this but with the asians who were um denied entrance um onto the trains and stuff after they were when they had gotten to safety they were actually reporting that even though they had been mistreated the treatments of the blacks was far worse than theirs the treatment and, and it's and it's also a case of um yes um, there was widespread um, slavery, there was widespread um, injustices and stuff, even people arguing that Irish were enslaved as well. Um, but there is, <clears throat> there is no, like the, the, the system and the structures globally almost penalize you the darker your skin is. And so even with, even within Asian co- continents, it's seen as the lighter your skin, the better. Mm-hmm. The darker your skin, the worse off you are. There's still colorism within those, within those nations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's internal colorism. That's internal stuff. Um, and then it, we, we come to areas where institutionally and governmentally, like, like this, this, this is being condoned, whether explicitly or Im- implicitly, it's being condoned by the government officials and the stuff who are actually um, allowing this to, to continue. And so we see that we're, we're in a country, we're studying, we're doing these things, and these men don't care about us. But are you, what are you referring to? Are you talking about Ukraine or are you talking about UK now? I'm 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 speaking about the system in general. I'm speaking about the global system in general, because Africa as, as a continent, Africa as a continent is is still crawling itself out of debt that it shouldn't technically be in, based off of the resources that are within it. Uh, uh, I would push back on saying that. Okay. You know, <laughs> um, people came to war. Africa's lost. When it gets what the winner gets. <laughs> um, step up, step up. Step no, 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 it's not. No, 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 a monopoly there is such a uh, like a backwards game going on where there have been governmental officials who have been on on like national tv talking about like the war in libya and them things there they're not really concerned about because it's black people if it was in a european continent yeah they'll be on it which they are right now there are still wars happening in Africa and that, and them men aren't really involved in it. And they've also said, like, when it starts to affect resources too, too tough, yeah, we're going to have to step in. And so resources are now more valuable than people's lives. But that's been, that's the way of the world. That's yeah, been yeah. the way of the world. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. But then not against, not just against Black people. So my, my, my thing, my thing becomes, 
I think it's dangerous. And and this isn't this isn't a criticism of, of what you're saying, Mo. It's more so, mm. as you said, the global system. But I think my my issue becomes when there's this there's the there's the sentiment that it's against black people. Now, not to say black people don't get it the worst. We're seeing it in Ukraine. And it seems, and I said this last week, it seems like black people are always getting the short stick. However, I think it's dangerous to assume that because what that's what that evolves into and what, what we see today and, and through discourse uh, on, on the on the popular scene, what we see is people then genuinely just think that the world is against them. And I think it's dangerous to to come to that conclusion from what we see. Because history is written by the, the history is written by the victor, as yeah. Robert was trying to intimate. Victory is written by the um history game is, is written game. by the victor. So it, I'm not surprised then that in um you know with regards to colorism and all of those things that the victor of the war would be the um the image of beauty that yeah and that's conformed to yeah. until we recognize our own self-worth and re- realize mm-hmm. that actually the darker the berry the sweeter the juice but that's not that's not important that's just for and me i think and my also <laughs> if we're being honest if russia started bombing here yeah and there was a train to get us to to, to mexico wherever moses if if you had to pick between letting me on the train next and uh, letting Dimitar from, from, from Kosovo, you're going to pick me, you know? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Okay, cool. I'm not picking you, Dimitar. No, but... No, but... What I'm trying to make is that there is a tribalism that's being shown in Ukraine that we would have if it was us in that same situation. Mm-hmm. So on some mm-hmm. level, we can't be too mad at it. Because nah, but but no, here's the here's the the situation. I I do hear I do hear the tribalism. I do hear these things. But the 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 situation is yeah, like if if I was an official and this I may be saying this now, situation come, I'll be looking at you like you don't look like your name is Coffee. Go to the back of the line. Like we'll we'll work this we'll work this thing. But I think. I in 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 a war, if you're if it's your turn to get onto the train, get on. Yeah, but that, you, that would you... be that would be my thing. If it's your turn to get, if 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 there's a queue, and it's you now, get on. Yeah, but, but, even, but even that queues yeah, are that... such an English thing. There's no such thing as queues. Yeah, yeah. Under and, these circumstances, and it's, it's wrong. It's no, no matter what, what, it's it's wrong. It's inhumane. It's downright evil. That. People were turned away by the by the color yeah. of their skin. That's there's no there's no there's nothing around that. I think it's more so this idea that there is some universal or global conspiracy against black people, which actually now I say it, it's hard to argue that there isn't. But I think when that becomes the reality, then there's almost you almost put up a ceiling above your head because the world is against you as a black person, and I think. From what I see anyway in, in discourse, that's become more of a self-fulfilling prophecy than mm. actual reality for the vast majority of people. Yeah, I think as black people, we have two options. Like, yes, the racism is there. We know it's there, even if the white people don't want to admit it, you know. 
we have two options. We can either let it define us and hold us down, or we can say it's here, but we're going to rise above it and do what we need to do anyway. Oh. Look at the Jews. Look at the Jews, though. Look at the Jews. Hey, uh, Peter, please. And- please, 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 please. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, you're going to... Fam, you're about, to about to, you're about to make us lose our, our 50, 50 listens overnight. <laughs> no, no, but, but this is what I say. Like, biblically, they were an enslaved people. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, even maybe by blacks, because Egyptians end up being more darker skinned than um, Israelites. Anyway. Um, oh, oh, but I think, but, okay. Yeah. Well, so, so the point yeah, is, they, they were, they were, um, they were enslaved. And then you look at the Holocaust. This was a race of people that were, um, you know, targeted gen- genocide, killed for no reason other than you are, you belong to this particular race. And yet I think because, I won't say because, but I think when you look at their, their responses to these historical tragedies, on the one hand, it's, this happened, this was really wrong. No one say anything about it. And we're going to do what we're going to do. And now we're almost a, almost a protected race. And I say that because you talk about the Jews and you get killed. On the other hand, the, when you look at the Black response to it, it's been this, it's the same thing. It's this historical tragedy has happened. But I don't know, the response is somewhat different where the response is almost, the world is against me and woe is me. Whereas the other guys are like, the world was against me, but don't bring that that energy anymore. We're not about that. We're, we're going to buy no, all no. the businesses and own everything. First, no, I don't agree yeah, with that. I don't agree with that. Because really? first, first, yeah. firstly, um, biblically, mm. the Jews got enslaved as punishment for what they were doing. I don't think that you can say that. What do you mean punishment? For no, no, no. In, in, ter- in terms of, the Egyptian and save enslavement, it was actually yeah. part of a prophecy. It was yes. part of the it was part <laughs> wait, wait, of the initial. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> because yes, it was part of a prophecy. However, it was quite simply because the Pharaoh at the time didn't know who Joseph was and decided these guys are too powerful and therefore we need to enslave them lest no, but they it, rise up yeah, and but then, against us. Yeah, yeah, but then even if you look at the Israelites' history throughout the Bible, they kept getting enslaved because of their disobedience to God. So there was so there was always a reason for the enslavement, if that makes sense. There, there was a, a higher purpose reason bro, for, bro, for the enslavement. We, 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 we deviate right now, still. We deviate right now. But now what, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, yes, yes, God gave Israelites into, like, biblically speaking, within the Old Testament, God gave the Israelites into the hands of different captors as a response to, to disobedience. And the response to their disobedience was laid out clearly in the Old Testament. Um, as Moses was giving them the, the, the 10 keys, he was like, yo, I'm presenting you man of life and death in it. If you choose life, uh, you man can choose death. If you choose death, it will come swift. And they pick death yeah? over and, and over they again. Pick, like, for, the, for the most part, for the most part, the prophecies in the Old Testament, in terms of what God would do if they, if they, if they went against him actively, all of those were played out. So even in terms of the prophets and stuff saying like yo like mothers will boil their own kids that happened like you will weep for the spaces that you were in before all all of these things happened um and and so it wasn't a case of 
surprise is like these things were written. But in terms of the original one, it was a case in which um, they were drip, they were driven famine because of famine. They were driven to a land, and then the king rose who didn't remember what Joseph had done and all of them things. There they multiplied, and then they, the king was like, "Yo, these men are strong. If they banded with other people, they will overturn our soul." Due to sin and wickedness, we're going to enslave them to ensure that we keep them down. Um, but the difference and the reason that I would push back with what you said, Peter, is that there's like that I, I believe that, and again, you could you could attribute this to God's blessing or whatever, but I believe that there is a there has been a protection around the Jews. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that, and so mm-hmm. there, there's there's this thing, even with the Holocaust and stuff that happened, which was absolutely tragic. There has been a protection afterwards, where there's been a recognition of how, and and it's not just a, an isolated recognition, but a, a global recognition of how heinous that like what happened was. Is and, there not that same global recognition of slavery? Well, and, and there's recognition, but then there's also reparations in which haven't happened for black people. and 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 a protection from the perspective we're going to like work alongside these people to rebuild and so there's there's a difference between recognizing and restructuring things to innate enable them okay. to be able to rebuild and recognizing but still keeping the the pillars in place because it's the case in which like America, as we know, it was built on the black on the on the backs of slaves. And and it's been, and not just America, but the Western world has profited a lot from blacks. And the structures that have been put in place, unfortunately, inherently are very problematic. Most of the structures, institutionally, what, what structures? just in, institutionally in terms of um and so, there, there is there is some there is some corrections now but it's just like um undercurrents where um someone who owns a work like i'm, I'm going to use a story on 13th amendment where where slavery ended but if um someone was arrested they would basically go back to being a slave again and so um, that was America's way of getting the prison, the yeah, prison yeah. business, yeah. Mm. And then obviously, most most of the people in prisons are African American. But even in Britain, institutionally, where it's like they, you go over to the Caribbean, which which was the British Commonwealth, you seldom just dream about you're going to come help rebuild a Commonwealth. Well, whatever Commonwealth, worth whatever, you come over to come meet racism. And, and signs and stuff, no blacks, no Irish, no dogs, um, make Britain white again. And now people are being deported on this whole Windrush situation. And, and the, it's, it's just so murky. And again, this, this is all that, I'm, and, and, it, and the reason I'm finding it hard, because it's like, it's, it's because it's, so someone, a comedian mentioned, um, the only way that he gets to um, describe white privilege to white people is like when um, in X Men, Magneto walks off of a bridge and just like <laughs> the, 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 the things were just under him carrying him. 
and he's like that's that's what it is to be white privilege where you you've got like there there is this privilege there is this access to things that you have no comprehension of how it's happening where it's happening from but it's like people are actually suffering in order to get that to where it is and it's just yeah that and and also the the issue as well is that there's there's like almost four layers of racism there's the um, in, interpersonal so like intrapersonal i believe it's called where you've internalized it mm-hmm. you've internalized the slurs you've internalized how um the, the ceilings and stuff like that and, and and so now you're almost living out the stereotype there's the there's the relational where an old woman who's what you see you and then you just hold her back closely simply because you're black so there's that relational side and then there's there's the um, there's the structural where um I, I was in a hospital um for about a week and i i was actually looking at the situation and i was like most of the low paying jobs in terms of I, I say low paying loosely I don't know if it's low paying but in terms of like cleaners um just like regular helping hands and stuff porters were all ethnic minorities as you climbed up the ladder to like consultants and stuff like that they tended to be more white or that's Asian that's that's education that's that is education that's that, and it's that's it's but it's also access yeah there's is also well, access look, not necessarily because the, 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 those people doing I, I, well, I feel like a lot of those people that, that do these cleaning jobs they're doing it because they've come over and they might not have the right papers or the right uh-huh. experience and so that's how they can get there, there is the there there is there there is there is those i don't think the right papers would actually cut it to be cleaning in a hospital um because i do think i do think that i do hope anyways that they'll do their rigorous checks in terms of them stuff there but just i found it interesting recognizing that the but but to be fair there was a lot of asians um who were like senior consultants and doctors who were looking at looking after me but i just i found it very interesting can can i I challenge that can i can i challenge that so so I i want to acknowledge because i think I didn't recognize about the reparations for the Jewish people after the mm-hmm. Holocaust and that sort of that difference between what's happened there and what's happened with black folk. So that's that's fair. However, on that point, on the point of, for instance, more of the low paying jobs being ethnic minorities and the higher paying jobs or whatever, that difference. I would wonder if that's causative or if that's a if that's a consequence of this sort of um, alleged structural racism, or if there are cultural uh, that there are cultural tendencies at play, because you look at Ooh. how, um, for instance, I'll give you a, a, a random anecdote, but a KFC, right? Ooh. You look at a KFC, and KFCs are franchises. If a KFC is owned by for instance, and this might be getting into stereotypes, forgive me, what I've seen from Wallington KFC. (laughs) (laughs) My name When a KFC is owned by, for instance, just for instance, an Indian, Mm. a lot of the workers tend to become Indian. Yeah, same with Tesco. Same with Sainsbury's. However, if it's the same with 
for instance, a, a black person, I don't necessarily see that same as a black person owning it. And all of a sudden, all the, not all of a sudden, yeah. but I don't see in the yeah. same way. And I think yeah. that's Facts. because, I think that's because culturally for um, Africans and people displaced here, it ends up being every man for himself. We're working to go back home. Crabs in mm-hmm. the bucket. Whereas what I, I wouldn't even say crabs I would, in the bucket. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far I, as crabs I, in the bucket. I, 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 but yeah. It's more so, we're not trying to make noise. We're not trying to draw attention to ourselves. Maybe because of papers, maybe because of all of that. But it's, I'm doing what I need to do I was trying to, to, lay build, to build a house in. And go back. Yeah. Africa, and, do you know, and do you know what? But in, that's not the case with a lot of Indians that I've seen. And again, it's anecdotal. I'm not saying anything, but they're like, we're here. We're building an empire here. We're turning this place fam, into Mumbai. Fam, fam. <laughs> when I said Mumbai. I said no, Mumbai. Hey, and, and I'm seeing us in... getting cancelled this time. No, but it, this is the thing. No, you're, you're right. Though, you're bringing right. In you people, are right. They're bringing in theirs. They're right. keeping the wealth within yeah. the family. And so yeah. I wonder if there's a structural thing or if there's just a cultural thing that we're not. And do, do you know what? Like in, in agreement, in agreement, I do find an issue with the camaraderie within the black community. They're, they're, they're going to rat you out. <laughs> bro, bro, I, I do find an issue with it. I do find, um, I do find that there is this sense of, um, I'm trying to get mine. Like you, whatever you're doing, you can do you. I'm trying to get mine. Well, even, um, even maybe even worse, it's not just, I'm trying to get mine. And there's this perception or at least it comes across as this perception that in you getting yours, you're taken away from mine. Yeah, yeah, and and the also there's there's there there is this. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah. it's there is a scarcity mindset within the that there's a scarcity mindset within certain pockets of the culture. I don't I don't want to just broad broad brush the whole situation, mm. but within large pockets of the culture, there's a scarcity mindset. Um, but if we approached each other with, with genuine generosity and wanting to see us as a people win, I mm. do believe that it will shift a lot. Like yeah. we will make a lot more noise. We will create a lot more opportunities for each other. We would actually be doing bits. Which to some um, extent, I think is what our generation and, and generations following might be tending towards. Might be trying to do, I yeah. Think, yeah. And that they're, they're now, especially with like the celebrating black entrepreneurs and stuff like that, there is this tendency towards it. But again, I, I, I have seen this, this argument of, oh, support black, black businesses and stuff and being like running a black business. I'm like, I will not support you if you're not worth supporting. Yeah. Like if your products are crap, I'm not going to buy it. Simple as. Like you can't charge me 50 pounds for one t-shirt simply because you printed it by hand and it falls apart tomorrow. You bought the t-shirt from Primark and you printed some stuff on it and you want me to pay 50 pounds. Mm. It's not happening. Mm. You know, like that, like it's, it's just not happening. And so even as we like, even as we seek to build, we need to know that you, you can't build by yourself. You can't build generational wealth by yourself. You can't build a whole new civilization or culture by yourself. You need the community around you. And so there needs to be this camaraderie. There needs to be this cohesiveness within the people to be able to build. Um, but also recognizing that there is this, I don't know if it's ingrained, I don't know what it is, but there is this scarcity mindset where we almost feel like the resources are so limited that I need to hoard for myself. Mm. I need to take care of me and mine. And so you, man, forget you, man. I'm trying to do this for me. Um, 
and to a degree, I, I, I say it knowing that I, I struggle with that sometimes as well. well but let, me, let me then let me then sort of just moving the conversation back to this, which is more detrimental, that sort of cultural um, tendency that we seem mm-hmm. to have or this racial, structural, racial shit. I believe thing. they play into each other. And I think that the, and I think that the structural is worse because the one that we do is a choice. It's something that, that, that we've decided for ourselves. Even, even if it's bad, at least we've said we've, we've said no, 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 no. That's no. Sorry, I was gonna say something, but I don't want to insult you. No, because <laughs> because in <laughs> fair enough, yeah, maybe that's a that's a, a a grave of your own digging. However, if if this structural racist thing exists not just for us but for other people and we're seeing that despite it existing for other people they are they're flourishing more than we are then i think then we have to look to ourselves and ask whether or not this decision that we're not decision but this culture that we have is detrimental to us or not yeah but 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 the way the way it would affect an asian is different from the way it would affect a black person i don't necessarily think so though no because like like the like even if you look at like the the like stereotypes there are between a black person like an Indian person, you know, an Indian person um, is more likely to is more likely to be seen as intelligent as compared to a black person. Mm-hmm. The the Indian person is also going to be called you know any number of things in similar fashion. Yeah, to but again, a- access person. access to different situations, access to different things. I think I don't know the stats. I don't know if this 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 may be completely wrong or whatever. But just in terms of access to infrastructure and access to to like loans and stuff, it, yeah, yeah, I'm not even gonna go there because I haven't. I'm not gonna go no, there. No, no, I, 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 I haven't got the stuff. Like I hear, that. but I, I, I haven't got data. speaking, and like notably speaking, I don't think. I, I think, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're right. I, I don't have the data, so that's, that's yeah. Right. I'm, not, I'm not gonna go no. into that, but just in terms of um, that there, there is there has been an intentionality from the jump where. You, I, I, I personally will see a corner shop come up, and the whole family work through that space. Yeah. Yeah. And it, fam, like man's fifteen with ten years job job experience in my dad's shop. Like yeah. I've got that. Yeah, and like, then and, and and then also still pushing for dedication, still yeah. pushing for that. And so yeah, they've been working in that I, shop I do, for years. I, I do see, I do see Peter Roberts' point in that. Um, so so that again so there's there's internal there's the relational there's the structural and then there's the institutional and so the institutional is where it's more so insidious within legislations and stuff like that so even with them trying to push legislation to be able to revoke um, people's citizenships without even letting them know now obviously that is going to affect not just black people but in any person who is in a british um, british born citizen um but we did that was pushed through when it coincided with the whole Windrush situation. And we have seen currently it's been the, it's been Afro-Caribbeans who have, who have suffered with it for the most part that I've been exposed to. And so even with that, we see it playing out within the with the within the Caribbean community. Um, and, and so the, the institutional is a lot more insidious and it, it forms the foundation of this whole community of this whole of this of this land and so there are certain things that we buck up against and we and and there's like 
glass ceilings and stuff and we're not quite understanding what's happening there and I agree in terms of um, what Robert was saying to the extent of they it's like having chickens in a coop and then you throw them in there's like three chickens but you throw them enough corn for two so now they're having to scrap to get the food so internally they're like there's not enough food for all of us. I need to eat. I'm hungry. Where other cultures are like, we're just going to share this and that. But there's 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 a history, um, again, within the Afro-Caribbean. And again, it's not it's not trying to be like, oh, our, our pain is unique. Our pain is special. Like, where it's not, it's not, it's, it's trying to look at history and trying to look at data and trying to look at, yeah, and it's it's just bleak. I think, I think, I would say that, um, our pain is unique because of because as black people we are in a specific set of circumstances. Not to say that our our pain is the worst. It's just different from pain mm. that any other race is going to um, to feel just because of how the world views races and views us on the totem pole. Pole of I, think, I was going to use that. I was going to use that totem pole. Um, and I feel like we, as a, as a community, we're at the bottom of the totem pole, and it's 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 affected our like our perceptions in a way that we interact with each other. Um, there has to be an intentionality around breaking out of that. Yeah, and, and I think that's I think that's really where the difference lies between all of us in how or. or where that breaking out needs to occur. Uh, and I think both, well, I, I see sort of two main um, main methodologies or, or two main approaches, which is one is identify and address the structural, the institutional racism, yeah. buck against it at the highest level. And then there's also the look to yourself first and yeah. don't internalize yeah. descriptions other people have given to you you create your own sort of destiny. You create your own sort of, you know, to use the the chicken in a in, in a coop analogy. Get out of the coop and go and find your own food. Yeah. Bro, it's not as easy. I know. I know. It's, I know, not, I know, it's but, not. It's not easy, but it's necessary. This is the but thing. It is, but then, but so my, is, my problem is, it then seems it, like it then seems like you you have. Oh, what 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 I tend to see is it then seems like you've got people that are just complaining that we're not getting enough and that it's true and this is the thing mm. it's true that you're not getting enough but you've got people just staying there saying we're not getting enough and i'm like yeah. yes we're not getting enough get out go and get enough and then say you didn't give us enough and then change and, it that way and uh, i i don't okay. know if that's the best have way you, I don't know have you have you have you seen um animals who have been um rehabilitated by humans and then let out into the wild and haven't been able to survive. Yes. I haven't not seen all, not, them. Not, not, yeah, like, or at least heard of them. Um, or have been raised by humans, let out into the wild, and then have been rejected by the animals in the wild because they smell like humans, or they, like their mannerisms isn't necessarily adapted for the wild. Um, it, it sounds, and it, it, it's, I'm agreeing with you in that, yes, Let's break out of these confines. Let's let's make our own. Let's let's chart our own paths. But also recognizing that we have been conditioned by these. 
-hmm. but by the time that you realize that you have been you you're like you've been by the time you you realize the damage psychologically it's already been done yes but then are you resigning that healing can't be done yeah but but it doesn't mean that healing can't take place it doesn't mean healing can't be done but there is an there is an immense amount of intentionality that needs to go into it to undo that but that shouldn't be a barrier to entry. That should that shouldn't be a barrier to entry. But I mm-hmm. still recognizing that there is an immense amount of work that is going to go into rehabilitating. Yes, and and I, again, I'm not even saying that's not the case. I'm saying that is the case, and let's get on with it. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and and I think I think I think the okay, problem okay, is... that that's 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 the fairer point because I think and the also... way that it was there before was almost like just fly out and go find your own food, <laughs> like, bro. No, no, no. We've no. been in these four walls for like our entire lives i don't yeah. if i'm to it, well not using just the chicken you, analogy, your parents your grandparents everyone has been using the chicken that, analogy yeah. even if we fly out bro for the most part these men have been throwing corn at me i don't know what corn looks like outside of this form that's that yeah again i, I guess i'm not i'm what i'm saying is that the danger is to resign yourself to that being a reality mm-hmm. and i think regardless of how much uh intentionality needs to go into it let's yes. start doing the work exactly let's start doing yeah. the work is this this work is not going to be done in one generation yeah. and also, it's not going to be done in also, one generation i think that that the, that that the internet if used correctly can be a bit of an equalizer oh because, yeah absolutely because, like so, so I, I wouldn't say equalizer but yeah you know I, I, yeah I completely agree. It, it levels out the playing field to yeah. Some degree. yeah in that yeah in, in that you can like hide the fact that you're black or asian or whatever people will just see your product and if it's a good product people will do well I mean, um, now, I, now more so than before. Well, now yeah, more well, so than yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, my dad, my dad is a good example of that because even and this was pre-internet. This was pre-pre-internet, but you know he got a job. He literally got a job, um, and then rocks up and they they tell him to his face, "Oh no, we've given the job to a Mister Finn," because you don't associate Finn with my dad's black face until he goes to show his and he's like, "Oh wait, hold on." Let me go and then speak to the manager. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Mr. Finn or someone else. You didn't get the job. Literally because he turned up and he's black. So yeah, when you, but then that's the thing is, and I think that's what my dad did. And again, as you said, it's not going to be done in one generation, but one generation starts yeah. bucking against the coup. Yeah. The next generation grows up seeing that. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. The reality is, oh no, we don't, we don't just wait for Massa to throw us corn. <laughs> yeah we're like we're yeah. bucking against because that's what we're doing yeah. you know and and i think that's why i'm like we need to get on with it because our kids will see what we're doing and mm-hmm. carry on with that you know so i saw my dad and he wasn't hiding his the fact that he was black he was just like okay i need to work twice as hard to get the same recognition i'm going to work three times as hard and it's like okay i see that and that's what i need to do and that's not what i'm doing by god's grace but it's like that's that's how I'm conditioned. It's, yeah. it's not fair, but that's no reason for me to sit down and not do anything because yeah. that's only just going to make me a better version of myself than my peers who have it a little bit easier. And it's not fair, but then my prayer is Sarah sees that. And then she, I don't have to work three times as hard. Maybe I have to work two times as hard. Maybe Z will just have to work one time more. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but it's hard. You have to yeah, work hard. You just have to just work hard. Yeah. And it won't be as bad. But I think that the danger is to resign ourselves to it. And unfortunately, 
I think a lot of people do. So a lot of people wouldn't have started their own business and wouldn't be doing like writers and scribes or, mm. or, or, or you know, forging their own path in, you know, a, a community that was whatever. But I think yeah. we need to do that. You know, and as much as we recognize it's not fair, we also recognize, well, we need to get on and make yeah. it fair. You know, and you don't and do I guess it, right? there's, there's even the, the realities of um, even as we, even as we seek to, to continue the work that the previous generation have started. Um, again, this, this is where um, a sense of community and culture is key. Because if we're not, if we're too angry at the previous generation, we're not going to learn the lessons that we need to learn oh, from yeah. them. If we're not actually communicating with X and Y within our own community, then we don't know the, the collective wisdom that we have. And also recognizing that this is an extremely difficult work. It's, it's hard work trying to run your own business. It's hard work trying to undo certain things and to work in a way to un, like unravel institutionalized power and, and recognizing that even as we seek to chart courses, like racism isn't sitting there waiting on us. Like it's it's moving along and it's becoming a lot more insidious. It's finding different different rooms and different spaces for, to hide itself in. And, and creating spaces where we can be vulnerable like even simple things like just counseling simple things like a space where we can process we can heal we can recognize trauma and actually go through them and deal with them <clears throat> even as we try to make this headway so that pe the next generation again can see a leadership can see a community that is is striving to walk hand in hand and striving to walk in a way that is a lot more mentally emotionally resilient healthy um trying to chart a course for itself and so yeah there's there is there is that is is flipping difficult um and so we need each other even more but yeah i know that we've deviated from ukraine and, and russia that <laughs> might that may have been yeah that may have been the intention time as well that may have been the intention but hey yeah yeah let's yeah let's call it a day all right, hookups. Um, yeah, I, I can go first. Go so for Peter. My hookup is um, a, a YouTube channel. They we've I've mentioned them before. Reanime. Um, and I think today actually they released a new a new short video, Itachi's Way, Itachi's Path or something. So they do like live action remix of anime um scenes and stories and arcs and they're really good and they did one on itachi and i think it's just itachi killing his parents uh, is that a spoiler no um but yeah go, go I mean, check if, it out. if it is a spoiler at this at this stage then yeah. <laughs> so go go check out re and know that being said i still haven't watched two kill roger rabbit and i'm still planning to so i hope no one spoils it for me yeah cool well that's that's my that's my hope I'll jump on next um, in, in line with this whole community stuff. Um, mine is more so towards we need to build generational wealth. Um, and in that, in that vein, there's this podcast that I'm listening to that is around um, personal money management and investment. Um, it's about 25 minutes to half an hour long, released every week. It was, it's, they started in 2014, released every week. So there's, there's like quite a lot of a backlog. 
Um, but it's, re- it's really good um, going through just like what is money, how the economy works, what is inflation and stuff like that. So it gives you like a solid economic um, grounding. And it's called um, Money for the Rest of Us by J. David Stein. So Money for the Rest of Us. Let's build that wealth, baby. Cool. Uh, my hookup. Um, another TV show. Last week I said go and watch Paro. This week I'm saying go and watch Murder She Wrote. Hey, Murder She Wrote. That's a throwback, but wow. it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. Even the theme song. Hey, <laughs> Murder She Wrote. I used to bang Murder She Wrote in Ghana. <laughs> I used to bang Murder She Wrote in Ghana. It was sick. I love that man. Yeah, I think I do. Oh, she wrote. Double hookup. Not sleep. <laughs> cool. Um, shout out to Rich with the intro outro music. Come on, it's on the Ford Ordinary Amazing logo. Twitter at the French UK. Instagram PBS Venice. Email tbsfriendshotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash furnace and apostrophe on all good podcasts, websites, and apps. That's furnace with the apostrophe. And that's it. So, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. I'm <laughs>